Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast with me, Stuart Roy Whiffin, and my colleague over there... The one, the only... CGT. <laughs> Chrissy Goldtouch, Chris Glasson. You're going to find out a little bit more about old CGT in uh, one of our Patreon chats we're going to have uh, today. Amazing. Can't wait. Um, so, today's podcast guest is children's author Dennis Thompson. Um, he's had two books published and we talk about that. We also talk about the fact that um, Dennis has been a, a long-time friend of mine and lots of history, whether that be in bands and such, and he's uh, he's just yeah decided to go and start writing books for his kids, and it's become a it's become a really big thing. And so yeah, it was a, it was a great chat chatting to him, and um, yeah, and if you wanna um, if you enjoy this podcast, then just make sure you have a little look for our back catalogue because there's plenty to get your teeth stuck into. If you're into music, we've we've had on podcasts with so many musicians, yeah. haven't we? Um, and radio presenters, we've got movie stars, comedians, comedians, um, blimey, you name it, they've they've been on. They've been on. So go and have a check out of our back catalogue. And uh, just to shout out our two uh, proper sponsors that we've got now: Bang Boom Creative, yeah, uh, audio and video production company, Absolutely. and uh, Love Beer. Um, yeah. Charles at Love Beer and Luke at Bang Boom. Um, watch your space for some adverts and crazy stuff we'll be doing with Bang Boom Creative. Yeah. Um, and also shout outs to our home slices, seventy six and uh, Brad Acton, who recently has done some very cool videos. For Absolutely. Us. Well, look, we're going to shut up and we're going to get on with it. So enjoy hardcore listing with Chris Jew and our special guest Dennis Thompson. Bye. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Are we rolling? We're rolling, roll, rolling, rolling, rolling. That's your favourite. You telling me Morrissey isn't your favourite songwriter? It's actually Fred Dust. Well, I'll tell you what. It's quite weird because we will get onto this because <laughs> really, yeah, we will get into uh, Limp Biscuit. Okay. Um, yeah. Interesting. So. Um, We've done two podcasts already this morning. On a roll. Yep, and then we've been to London Town mm-hmm. and, and done some bits and pieces there. Sure did. Um, we recorded one last night as well. So this will be potentially our fourth podcast in 24 hours. That's that's not bad, Good is going, it? Good going, mate. Yeah, yep. we've done all right. Yeah. We've done all right. Um, well, you lot will be the judge of that, to be <laughs> yeah, honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Especially our patrons <laughs> who've listened, yeah, who listened to our top fives on that. Absolutely. Well, look... Um, We've been speaking on and off for ages to get um, this one going, and it's it's good for for two reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, first is it's one of my friends, and I don't see him very often, so that's always nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of my friends has done something really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, so um, we'll find out exactly what these things are that he's done in the duration of this chat. Um, but yeah, hello, Dennis Thompson. Hello. All right. Yeah, yeah, good. Thanks. Good to see you. Stu refers to you as a friend. Yeah. <laughs> would you would you treat him with the same respect? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So we don't see each other very often. No. Yeah. I no. think. Um, so the, the the bad feelings have left you basically. Yeah, yeah. Most we've, of it's we've moved on. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I met you. I think we had we've got a mutual friend in in um, uh, Cunt and the gang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, 
and I think we were both good buddies with him and, and from then onwards we, we ended up we was in a band together for yeah. what eight nine years probably yeah yeah um, and then because you look a bit nervous right now and you've said that you're a little bit anxious about doing this, which is quite weird because when you... A, the band that we was in together... It's not a nervy band. No, <laughs> it certainly wasn't shy. Um, yeah. uh, and then from that, you then fronted your own band. Yeah, yeah. So And then, after that, I did my Christmas number one song as well. So, you did, you yeah. did. And so what? why is... It any different? Is it because you're a grown-up now? I don't... No, no. I think I've always been like this, but it was... If I was doing band rehearsals, I would be quite nervous. Yeah. But in front of a crowd, it's almost like, I don't know, you can just show off. Yeah, of course. You know, and you've got people there who uh, they've put you up on a pedestal a bit, maybe, and yeah. you can play up to that. Yeah, you maybe. can feed off it as well yeah, a yeah. little bit. But sat in, sat in like the within... With two with dangerous languages. Well, it's one I've only just met for the first time. And, uh, <laughs> Who's not wearing anything. Yeah, he's yeah. got no trousers <laughs> on. So, yeah, it's a, it, it will, it will uh, pass. But, um, yeah. yeah, it is a bit of a, yeah, an odd fit. And also talking about yourself. Like, I'm, not very, I'm not really much of a one for, yeah, look, I did this, I did yeah, that. So, yeah. Well, That's proud, right. We're well proud. We've got you. We got you covered there. <laughs> so I'm proud of a lot of the things that I've done. Absolutely. But yeah, I'm not a big one for showing off. About Pip, it, so. Pip is very much like that as well. Pip gets proper awkward when, like, um, I think Palmer's College wanted to ask him about, you know, what he's got up to since college. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want to, you know, I feel awkward talking about it. It's like, no, worries, mate, I'll do it. So, <laughs> but um, you grew up with um. Someone who wasn't a show-off, wasn't you? You went to school with with Russell Brand, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and he, you, you, you get mentioned in his book, don't you? Well, yeah, I think I'm partly responsible for him um, being where he is today. With the, um, have you got the book? Not to hand, the no, book, but I've read it. I think it's page eighty-six. So he says that there is it book was, work? Is it book yeah, work? Yeah, and we're in a play together, Bugsy Malone. Yeah, and he says that there was a pal Wan kid called Dennis, <laughs> and I was the bartender. And and I didn't have any words in that part, um, but he came over and he sprayed some water in my face. Yeah. And I'd just do like a comedy expression, like mouth open. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of nailed it, and all the all the <laughs> audience were laughing and pissing themselves. Yeah. yeah, they loved it. Yeah. And he says in the book, and when I kind of saw him getting that reaction, yeah, that's I knew what I wanted to do. So. I, oh really? Oh, sorry, why? I apologise. <laughs> At least that's the way I read why? it. So. When uh, the t- you came to the live show at the Civic, yeah, yeah. and the time before I saw you was probably at the yeah, Civic with, for, yeah, Russell for, Brand show, for yeah. Russell Brand's show for our friend yeah. Dean, uh, our friend Darren's um, uh, boy. And afterwards, he picked you out in the crowd, didn't he? Yeah. Did you, did you hang out afterwards? Because I, I see like he, he asked for some of his old schoolmates to kind of hang about. Yeah, because normally I'm when Russell sort of picks people out of the crowd, they end up like having sex with him in the changing room. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, he, he was pretty quick at that. I and mean, then we just had a, <laughs> had a chat. And it was really good to see him, though. And it's, it's amazing how tall he's grown. Yeah. Because at school, he, we and, were, yeah, right. he was tubby and like, you know, everyone's similar height. But he, he has really kind of, I suppose he wears heels, but he has shot up a bit. And. But it was really nice to see him, and and uh, I said to him, "Look, get in touch or whatever." So I was I wanted to send a book, like a couple of books, to mm. his kit for his kids and that. But I never heard from him or yeah. You know, but I mean, you know, don't expect to. He's a busy no. man, yeah. but yeah. you know, the office there if you ever. I didn't realise Russell, Russell Brown had kids. I mean, you don't have to have a podcast all about this. Oh, yeah, oh no, he has now, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. 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 I think he's uh, a gender-neutral child. Obviously. Yeah. Will be. Well, at least you have to these days. Yeah, course, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you used yeah. to call it unisex in our days, didn't we? Exactly. Yeah. Unisex toilets, but now you have to have a special toilet for gender special people. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, he's got a potty, gender neutral potty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so we we obviously we you, you went and fronted your own band and, and and that was throughout the kind of mid to late nineties I guess and then um we all sort of grew up a little bit then, didn't we? We all went and kind of settled down and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we've all got lots of sort of mutual friends, so we all still kind of know what each other's up to and, and, and stuff like that. And, you know, and I, I would see you on and off. Um, and then I see one day that you you set up a crowdfunding thing, didn't you? That's it, yes. Yeah. So I did a Kickstarter, Kickstarter crowdfunding um, yeah, project to get 
Um, I think it was like a thousand books originally I wanted to um, have printed because I wanted one book for my daughter Heidi. I, I just decided one day when I die I want to leave something behind. What can I do? And it was just like an idea and I had a drawing pad like connected to a computer mm. and I was playing around and I thought you know what I could do this and I ended up making my greedy fish book but to get one book printed it was going to cost me about like 80 quid or whatever something silly so I looked into getting it printed properly and it it worked out like I don't know so a quid a book if you print 2,000 economies of scale people exactly exactly so I thought or if you I don't know if someone suggested it or what but uh, the crowdfunding I, I decided if you you know give us a pound or 10 pounds or whatever I'll give all the books to charity and schools and hospitals or whatever uh, and I'll just keep one copy for Heidi so and and it ended up I think uh, the target might have been about three thousand pounds and it went to about four and a half thousand pounds like people were putting oh, sure. So, yeah, quickly so, as well yeah yeah and yeah and the thing is i had some real weirdos on the way it's like um saying right okay you don't have to worry about the funding anymore it's done i'm like i'm only a couple of weeks in what are you talking about i'll pay for it all so well this is brilliant but it kind of really yeah. it really shit on it a bit because it was so exciting getting it started and, that. Mm. and then i spoke to this guy more and he's like what i want you to do is put put my son or my grandson's face on one of a fish I'm like yeah. fuck off you know it's like <laughs> I've spent the last six months or whatever yeah. learning how to draw drawing yeah. this for my daughter yeah. and you want me to start putting pictures of your grandson well like photoshop stuff yeah yeah and it's like and, and, and asking for all these silly things and I'm like look you know thank you for the offer for money but no so yeah. but yeah that, that was a bit weird but yeah it did go up really quick and um, he did give a donation still and I went into a little boy's school but um, you know, you did to... he ask for that? Was that... <laughs> <laughs> I was hanging around the gates for a while. You tell found... your, you tell your fucking dad, <laughs> giving it to fucking Barry McGuigan with his big wallet. <laughs> so, what, what I love, it, I, I just, I just love that, that attitude of like, I might write, a book, you know, I might do a kids book. I can do that. Yeah, and like, to and, draw, and, that's and, epic, and, mate. Yeah, and, and, and to do the whole thing. Well, and the thing is, I I mean, I am really proud of myself because I can't really draw that well. Almost yeah. everything you see, I've traced and retraced mm -hmm. on a post-it note, yeah. literally on a post-it note with a Bic pen, yeah. and then put it onto a computer, and I've probably erased more than I drew. You know, because yeah. a Photoshop, I'm pretty good at. So you see backgrounds, of photos, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. they're scenes, real standard. But um, I erased more than I actually drew or painted. Yeah. Um, but and it it was you know it it's it was beautiful. really really hard work and I was on YouTube all the time looking for how to draw apples and shit like that and how to make a book and I didn't even know how many pages I needed you know to yeah. make it you know the right number and stuff like that so like the best number for a printer so it was literally everything um, and I did it all on my own apart from the funding on the original one. But the oh, good no, thing was, impressive. once I gave away all the charity ones and the hospital ones and stuff, like, I drove up to Great Ormond Street, gave them a box, and I went around all these like dodgy charities that are supposed to be going out to Africa or whatever. I don't think they, they did. They probably right. had a bonfire out the back or something. Yeah. But after I got rid of them, and there were schools asking me to go and visit and stuff, and then I thought, you know what, fuck it. I'll buy some more off my own back and then start selling them. Yeah which is what I did, and, you know, like, sell them for a couple of quid in the schools and stuff. And it's gone on from there. It's up on the third edition now, that one. And then so, uh, right. is, is that financed your future ones? Yeah, they're basically paid for, paid for yeah. themselves and paid for, for the next one. So, um, I've, I've not made any money out of it yet. It's yeah. just pretty much paid for itself. The, 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 the drawings in here, mate, is, uh, is really good. So it, how do you, would you put it all back together in, in Photoshop or something like that? Or yeah, like yeah, it's just yeah. layers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's literally, oh, every character is on, on its own layer yeah, so you can layer. move it around. Yeah, man. And, uh, uh, mate, it looks amazing. And so the, 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 the first book is called The Tale of the Greedy Fish, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and people can buy that, can't they? Yeah, um, yeah, both the books are on Amazon or through the Greedy Fish website. Yep. Okay, which the website is? www.agreedyfish.com or .co.uk. Pretty straightforward. It is. Yeah. Um, and there's other stuff on that website, isn't there? There's, there's oh, yeah, yeah. You can download the books for free, actually. You yeah. don't have to sign up or anything. Just go to 
just Google for greedy fish. Go and have a look. And then download the ebook, and if you like it, then buy the paper one. Absolutely. Can't. That's a fucking deal, isn't it? Can't it's get a lot nice. better than that. No, Go and no. have a look for free, and if you like it. No, and I, I like how that all came about as well. Then the fact that you thought you'd, you, uh, you, out of something good of leaving a legacy for your son, actually you've, you've had daughter. the daughter. Sorry, you've had the opportunity to actually now other kids can enjoy that. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, good on you, mate. And well, that might like lead quite nicely on to what your top five. We is haven't even today. got there yet, have we? Yeah, we haven't even got there. Yeah. So what, what's your top five today, mate? Oh, uh, well, top five is going to be my top five children's books. Nice. Boom. So before you got to that, was there any other you considered for the top fives? Is there anything that like, obviously when I said, I know when I spoke to you, I was like, come on, and, you know, and, and obviously talk about the book and stuff. Yeah, well, there, there is something, <laughs> there's something I might consider if you ever want me back. Go on. But we, no, we might talk about it some other time. Is it going to be top five Bruce Willis it, records? No, there was one. I did consider that. <laughs> Bruce, I'm sorry, did you say Bruce Willis yeah, records? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was thinking top five Bruce Willis albums, but there's only three of them. No, one of them's, one of them's a compilation. But um, I was thinking top five Bruce Willis songs, Could the, but then it's a bit dull, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of people now listening to this who are now scrolling through Google for Bruce Willis songs. I knew Joe Pesci did a bit of rap, I had, but I didn't know I, I, Bruce Willis. Jo- Joe Pesci managed the Jersey Boys. He, uh, he 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 managed Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. Really? Yeah, um, they were they were buddies growing up. Um, I would get randoms coming up to me when we was out when we was young, and uh, going, "I've just been um, speaking to your mate Dennis, and he's told me this," and I was like, "Okay," mm. and uh, and I think he's lying, <laughs> and I was like, "Okay," and and they'd be like, "He's just," I went. Did he swear on Bruce Willis's life? <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like, "Yeah." I was like, "Yeah, he's telling the truth." <laughs> <laughs> You're a big yeah, Bruce I did, Willis I forgot fan. About that that yeah, was the yeah. threshold. If he'd sworn on uh, on, on Bruce Willis's life, it then was legit. Know, but I genuinely still, I got the Return Return of Bruno, his first album, and I I think I had it on vinyl. I mean, you know how records come and go yeah. sometimes, don't they? And you lose them in house moves mm. or whatever. But I I've shown my girls. Like and if it don't kill you, it can only make you stronger. His second album, right? Yeah. My girls fucking love Seminole. it. We were really? dancing in the car in the house, <laughs> dancing around. They absolutely love it. And uh, I know it's a, it's a bit cruel in a way, isn't it? Because you put your music that you like onto yeah. your children, yeah. and it's like you you brainwash it. But they do. They reacted yeah. better to that than almost anything else. But yeah, I I uh, yeah, I genuinely genuinely don't. No. Right. So what, what sort of music? What's that music? It's like blues soul. Yeah, yeah. It's very pub soul, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's pub soul. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of pop, yeah. pop friendly music for soul. blokes. But you did go before I rudely interrupted. You went, it's the best, and I went, that, that, that. But you can say it's the best album. I would say in. I would have to put it. <laughs> I think I would see it. It would definitely be in my top five. I love that. Return of Bright. If not, number one. That is amazing. And I mess up there like with the Smiths and Genesis yeah. and... <laughs> well, you've, you've just pulled all those bands down there. <laughs> That's amazing, mate. I've got to check that out. So what was it called, the second one? Return of the... Uh, right, you see, you got Return of Bruno. Return of Bruno. Have you never heard? Um, no, genuinely, no. Because he had... I mean, it was probably... You're a lot younger than us, mm. aren't you? But um, he had a number two hit, maybe? Oh, well, what is that? With, there? Yeah. Uh, Under the Ball Walk. Um, a cover respect of respect yourself and respect yourself. Yeah, he he, oh, he had a. Wow. This was kind of what moonlighting or post moonlighting. Uh, this oh, just after yeah. Yeah, uh, when he was kind of. Yeah, because moonlighting guess. was good, wasn't it? Yeah. Did you see moonlighting? Civil I don't Shepherd. think I've seen it. I don't think I've seen moonlighting. That was the making of, of that Bruce was Willis. Like I'm precursor. always thinking that's the one where he's uh, he's on the boat when he's boat. Boat guard, boat duty. What was that one called? That was the first one, and I think Sarah Jessica Parker's in it. Oh, it? I know what you mean. Um, that was like the first thing I remember ever seeing him in. I tell you what, he's a. M- he was a policeman, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yes. Yeah, so oh, uh, yeah, it's called Die Hard. It's still one of my best, one of the best films. Oh, come on, Die Hard's amazing. It's one of our favorite. Like me and people always have the ongoing joke of when we ask people, "What like, coming in? So what's your favorite Christmas movie?" And if they say anything other than Die Hard, yeah, yeah. we go wrong. Uh, um, I bought him a Die Hard uh, jumper this year. Yeah, I've got one of jumpers. Yeah, I made it myself. Did you? I, yeah, I actually 
drew out now I have a machine gun home, oh, yeah. home. <laughs> but like like for like text as much as I could yeah. as, as the the sweatshirt. So we yeah we 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 rate that movie. Have you seen? Bruce Willis is the star of the soon-to-be-released Death Wish remake. No. They've remade Death Wish, obviously, the Charles Bronson classic. No, I didn't know that. And, uh, yeah, Willis is playing him. Trailer looks fucking great. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. It probably will be really good, right? Yeah. Oh, do you know what? I saw him on the other day. Um, my, my girls have just got into, mm. into Friends, and so they're just rinsing Friends on repeat. Yeah. Um, Bruce Willis in Friends when he plays um, Rossi's young girlfriend's dad. Oh, he's incredible. He's absolutely great in it. Yeah, it's been so long since I saw that. And Pulp Fiction was on the other night. We we we, we ended up literally we've been out. Um, me and Carol, we got in and it was like eleven o'clock and everything. It's bedtime, and uh, turned it on and he was in the dressing room about to go and box, and you just think. Ah, oh, why have we put this on? Yeah, because so you're, you're in there, you're a you? big boxing fan, and, like, and and aside from that, it's obviously he then does the bunk, doesn't he? And then gets caught because uh, he, he runs over mm-hmm. Marcellus, doesn't he? And Worse, then, yeah. then they both get tied up. They bring out the gimp, and that's it. You, you, you can't not watch that film, then, can you? Yeah. It's like I absolute... think I think he probably stole that film. Like overall, definitely, he, that is the best part. That was yeah. Yeah, or that also, and with the watch, yeah. Christopher Walken, yeah. you know, and putting the watch up his ass and that. Definitely, and, and like, I don't know, I don't know what like, Travolta gave him. Travolta's incredible money. in that. Yeah, I mean, Samuel Jackson, fuck me, it's, it's tough. There, there, there's no duffers in that film, no. like, and and that's what I really like about Tarantino. I love the fact in Django, like, um, he brought back, um, fucking up, uh, Miami Vice. What's his name? Uh, is it um, Don Don Johnson? Yeah. Don Johnson. Like Don Johnson. Like I literally, I was just thinking, who's this geezer? Why do I recognise him? I was like, it's fucking Don Johnson. That's amazing. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, well, look. Um, what uh, have we discussed? What the top five is? We Did have, we get round yeah, to it? Yeah, so the yeah, top five yeah, is yeah. your top five children's books. Yeah, now, yeah. the criteria on that is it? Are we talking sort of under tens picture books, or are we talking? No, no it's. Um, I just thought of general so some of them it's a whole range really so okay. some of them are probably for older kids and some of them all right that's yeah cool. for younger kids some of them i read to my children now so yeah so in your nice one because i mentioned one in the car they started ripping my head off today yeah oh you fucking prick where you go and then he and then he said and then he mentioned the same within the same breath said that he used to really like that <laughs> that's the relationship we have um so they're in five down to one one being your favorite yeah yeah, kind of. Kind okay. Of. Yeah. And obviously at the end, if there's any honourable mentions you want to throw in... Yeah, well, you know what? Grow. Can I do that first? Because it's yeah, not really a book. No, mate, there is one thing that I wanted to... I know it's, this doesn't really work on a podcast. That's right. But do you remember no, this? No, oh. Yeah, mate, yeah. Wordy. Um, Wordy. Yeah. Well, I think his name was Wor- uh, Wordsworth... Wizbit, was it Wizbit? No. No, wor- Wordy Wordsworth or wordy something Wordsworth. like that. Wordy Wordsworth. But it's the or- orange, it's like the typewriter ball yeah. with all the, all the letters. Yeah. Like now, my children, you can get all of the old ones, or almost all of them. What was the TV show YouTube. called? Look and Read. Look, Look and, and Read. And my kids love it. And so when they wake up early, you know, like you're not ready to get up. Well, you won't. You're not ready to get up yet. <laughs> and they just put the phone on for a minute. And I've got loads of them downloaded on there. And I play one of those. And they'll sit there, lit, like reading it out, reading along with it. And, and they are really good stories. So, um, yeah, it's not a book, but I wanted to throw See, it that in was there. television. That was television that you only ever saw if you was off sick. Yeah, yeah. At school, if you yeah, if you had a day off, TV, you, yeah, it was school it? TV. So yeah. it was on BBC Two. Yeah, yeah. And like generally at about eleven in the morning or something. And if you had a sick day, you yeah. got to watch it at home, which yeah, was yeah. such you can a chill treat. out. You haven't got other people talking over you. I mean, it's trippy as fuck that, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> yeah. what was this called? Wordy words. What was it? Wordy. Well, it's wordy. Yeah. Wordy. wordy. And he's basically this. Like he's a half a torso, head upwards, we, head, we, head to head to like stomach. It looks like. Um, Someone's literally chopped R2D who's head off, spray painted him orange, and just, um, yeah, just put a keyboard Giving on his head. Giving him a blue afro, and in that afro are letters, basically. Yeah. But we, what we would do when we put this up, we, we, we generally put sort of three or four variants of artwork up mm, for the, for the yeah, podcast yeah. release. We'll put a picture of we'll Wordy on get, one of them. Yeah. Try and remember to put Wordy up. Yeah. Yeah, uh, be careful, because sure. I, I was searching for a picture on. Um, 
on Google. And what people have done is where you've got the letters on the head, they've photoshopped <laughs> them to fuck off and fuck you. Oh. And so there's quite a few rude... Oh, you might want to use one of them. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we might do that. We might, if it hadn't, we, there was every chance I would have photoshopped it myself. To yeah, be honest yeah. With you. So, <laughs> so trippy. Um, any other honourable mentions, or do you want to go... No, no, that's it. I'll, shall I start with my first... Number dive number in, five. mate. Dive into five, yeah. Okay, so, number five is The Size Spies by Hello. Jan Needle. Nice. Never heard of it. I've never read it. Oh, okay. I love it, because yeah. I always looked at the pictures, but I've never, ever read That's it. That's amazing. And so, I, I don't know why, Yeah. but, um, and it's got, like, really brilliant illustrations yeah. in it, and the front page, and it's got, like, this gun where they, sh I think they shoot people and they turn them little or something. Right. And... But I never read it, so I'm that really looking forward to looking like reading it with my children. But yeah, you so you'll have the surprise. I don't, I don't know. You'll don't have know. the surprise. You'll have. You'll be going through that thrill ride with them. But your expectations are: I've been sitting on this bad boy for yeah, yeah. Uh, twenty years, and I know it's a bit of a cheat, like in the top. But oh, there's the gun. There's the gun on the back. But I used to just look yeah. at it, just look at the book, yeah, and yeah. I suppose it. I think now where kids are into like tablets and stuff, so which I think you know. It's, you got a kind of, you know, it's good it's and bad. Yeah. 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 But to actually be holding a book and looking at a book, and I ended up going on, of, you know, reading lots and lots of other yeah. books, but this one I never actually read, and I can't wait. But Do you mind me holding it? I don't yeah, want to like, yeah. get up it's, or anything. But it's, it's weird, isn't it, that tangible feeling you used to get yeah. with books. D describe the cover, Chris. So basically what you got is it's, um, it's aged, um, which make, it gives it its own sense of charm in itself, right? Um, the size spires, it's, it's on a baby blue background and you've got um, three gentlemen on the front of it but they're a little bit like Russian dolls because each one is bigger than the other. And there's one guy who's really tiny wearing some very flashy slippers um, and the guy in the middle's got like a red and yellow check suit on and then just some giant ogreish dude in the background. It's a cool illustration. But you need um, to Jan Needle. Right, let's have a little I think switch. It opens, it's kind of opens up. Oh, well, I get you. So they're running away. Oh, crumbs. And then there's, yeah, on the back, actually continuing of that picture, you've got the big, the, sh the, the shrink ray gun, which is very um, futuristic. And then what might be his wife also running away from these giants as well. I love the fact, Dennis, that you've picked a book that you ain't read yet. Yeah, it is a bit of a cheat. No, it's that? not a cheat at all. Because when I think was that, that, when that, you... was that written or published? Because it looks Oh, well it's young. I mean, this book, up for grabs, this was 80p back in the day. Um, I've got to be careful here. Um, Has it got in the front? The... Is it normally in the front that they yeah, have it? Yeah, look in the front few pages. Um... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Uh, oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. 79. Blimey. That's amazing. Uh, I mean, I might have... Might, is it not re, redone or reprinted? Oh, it might. It said first published. That's what I looked at. Let's, let's yeah, okay, 1980. 1980, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, so it looks like 1980. So I was yeah. five. Yeah. I mean, five. I probably went in WH Smith Centre's on offer or something. Yeah. 
and um, yeah. Do you not think it's cover? cool that you can that you, you've got that such a t- such an attachment to a, a book yeah. that you haven't read yet? Yeah. I think that's really cool, man. And the fact that you're kind of um, and never looking got rid forward of it. to it. Yeah. yeah. So when yeah. did you when did this cross your path? When did you first get it? Let's say I'm really not sure, but I, I was I must have been between five and ten. I reckon wow. it was given to me or got it pocket money or something, and and it's it's been with me ever since. And I don't think there's hardly any other books that have lasted that long. There's some. I, w- I was thinking earlier. Do you remember you used to get magazines that had the vi- like a floppy. A floppy a record, single. yeah, like a flexi single on the front. Yeah, sure. There's ones with pigs, like yeah. these rude pigs. Poo poo, tinkle tinkle, pop pop, oink. Yeah, yeah. That was um, the pink flexi discs that come on the first edition of Oink. Yeah. See, and I, I, I was thinking, I wish I'd have kept that. I've got Have it. Have you got it? Yeah. Have you really? I've got the flexi disc next door. No, well, I was going to say your memory's good. Do you know what I had? So can I? Potter, oink was like a kind of pre-viz, wasn't it? It was yeah, like yeah. It, it was pro- viz was probably out, but it was like a kind of a kiddie, a, 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 a less offensive kind of viz, if I remember rightly. It's yeah. like a lot of poo talk yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, it's, it's gearing kids up to get into scat when they're older, in the sounds of things. <laughs> That's exactly yeah, where yeah. I was going with it. Yeah. My favourite um, bit of vinyl that I used to, you know, when I was like 20 at house parties and we would all be quite stoned and that, is I'd whip out my uh, flexi-disc um, He-Man record. And it was absolutely amazing. And I think the blokes who probably recorded it were having an absolute blast recording it and pissing themselves while they're recording it because all the lines in it are just absolutely nonsense and they're just hyping He-Man. And the theme tune on side A of He-Man is He-Man and the Masters, and it, it would just go, He-Man, He-Man, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, He-Man, He-Man, da-da-da-da-da, and then it would have just this crazy-ass story about He-Man getting up to all sorts of shit. And on the beast side of it is obviously what would be the, the, the easiest one they did was, Beast-Man, Beast-Man, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, Beast-Man, Beast-Man. It was, it was absolutely quality, I loved it. Nice, nice. The thing is, what, what's interesting about kids' books um, that's different from... What, to a degree, you know, adult books, hmm. um, is I think if I read a book, I read it and very rarely will I ever read it again. But kids' books, you'd read and read and read and read and read and read. Yeah, and read. yeah. Like, um, and especially, I think, as a kid, you have fond hmm. memories and attachments to books, but as a parent, you also, you know, I don't know if everybody does it, but. I know for a fact for the first five, six years of my kids' lives, oh, excuse me, um, bedtime stories, you know, yeah. always. Like, well, without giving too much away, that's my no- that's going to be my number one, is one of those kind of stories you're talking about, because okay. they are the kind of thing that you'd go through in your head, you can almost read it without reading it, you know, yeah. you just, you know the words and you know the pauses and, and yeah, it kind of becomes something special with you and your kids a lullaby or a mantra yeah. for them I would always sing Golden Slumbers as well that was it yeah, yeah you I, do I've the bit that. where Golden <laughs> Slumbers <laughs> it's about halfway through just as interesting you've got to carry that weight <laughs> 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 literally just as they're about to go you can yeah. see their poor little heads nodded a couple of times and you're like right time to pump <laughs> Was away. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, that would be harrowing. No, I used to always like sing a little bit of that. You know, um, I managed uh, to not hear the elbow version of that. Cause I don't we w- spoke about it at the live show, and, and I threw it out to the crowd where you were sitting and said, what are your thoughts on it? Because I know that a few of the people out there were elbow fans, yeah. um, and someone did make a good point about it. Have you still not heard it? Still not heard it, no. I mean, it's a... Strong cover, that's you know. Well, the thing is, you right. get the chorus twice. Nah, that's, see, that's probably one of the things that make uh, like it's one of my favourite yeah. Beatles songs. It's, 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 it's my favourite Beatles song. Yeah. So for anyone to cover it, it's yeah. like you know, it's a bit touch and go, isn't it? But Guy Gar, well, Elbow, Guy Garvey, since he went on Six Music, and then they started playing lots of extra Elbow on Six Music, and I like fucking, it's like the Guy Garvey show all day long yeah. no, no. And, and I just got sick of it and I got yeah. bored of uh, Radio 6 and then um, 
and I've not really watched TV for a year and a half or something and so people started talking about it and it's great when you don't watch TV because you start hearing people talking about stuff it like filters through to yeah. you but you don't actually have to sit there experiencing all the yeah. crap you know you just get the best hear the best bits or the best bits of your shit so um, yeah I managed to t- and every time it came on like the radio I said right go for t- go to the toilet I'm just going to go and turn over my Return to Bruno album yes Dad come on girls going for a Oh, so, Dad, can we watch Home Alone? No. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some Willis albums to get through. <laughs> what, um, so, you don't watch television? No. Do no. you... Um, what do you fill well, your time with? Because that's the only thing out there, right? What, how do you get by? Ah, uh, yeah. That's what I used to think. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I watch series. Yeah. I do watch some series. Like if I hear it's a good one, like something that I'm interested in. And I do watch films. Like, I love yeah. films, you know. So, uh, but I would rather watch a film that you know, two hours, two and a half hours. It's got a start and a finish. Mm. That's it. You can yeah. walk away. And from it, it has a thread, and it unpacks something, yeah. and it make, makes you think. Yeah. Well, I can't be doing with soap operas and stuff. No. Like, that is that is never ending. That is giving away a huge chunk of your life. Like yeah. literally, if you when people work it out, how many months people are actually spending Absolutely. with the their lives. sole purpose of. Depressing you know, people, yeah, making them feel better about yeah, their own yeah, shit. Yeah, like EastEnders. Yeah. Like, I think my parents stopped watching it because my dad was like, "Everyone in it's a shit bag now." There's no, most of them aren't. Most of them have all done like really, really terrible things, and 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 a soap like the idea of a soap is just to perpetuate your desire to watch it again. It's like. What's that? Yeah, that's yeah. no difference to being an alcoholic, right? Just you can switch off for half. It's really weird. I, I, I don't know anyone that watches soaps anymore. So, so yeah, yeah. So I'm more of a box set person, uh, a mo- movie person. I don't really like soaps and, and general TV. I wonder what. I mean, it must be ra- damaging their like um, ratings and, and actually what they're earning because I, I don't have anyone talk about EastEnders to me anymore. I don't know if many people watch TV in real time anymore. Mm. I think the the only thing that I I can imagine is those. Like, I think my parents still watch like Coronation Street, mm. and I'm sure they don't watch that on catch up. I think like yeah. it's ingrained in their daily diary. That yeah, seven, I think yeah. my parents still they, can't function watch the that. Sky Plus remote. They and really I, can't. And I think some people like to watch Sport Live. Yeah, you know. But apart from that, I mean. We don't watch anything. Netflix is the know. new god, isn't it? Really, in that. Not, not even that, but just you know, iPlayers well, and that. Yeah. We can just go on there and you know, you're not governed by it. You can just watch it when you want to watch mm. it. Which YouTube, is... I watch a lot. Mm. Yeah. I do watch it probably too much, and mm. uh, and you have to be careful with that because obviously it's not you're going down a rabbit hole. So <coughs> yeah, yeah, it's not as as filtered, and um, <clears throat> yeah, there's some interesting stuff I might tell you about that. As and when. Yeah. Oh, we we, okay. we, we had oh, um, cool. we had Daniel P. Carter Radio One DJ come around and do top five conspiracy theories last yeah, we week. Went down yeah, oh, yeah. We, we went down right some well, What was his number one? Oh, are you allowed to say? Yeah. Uh, uh, it hasn't come out, but who's coming out first? Dan or Dan and Zap first? So we can't first. say. We we'll, we'll talk about it afterwards. Can you yeah, yeah. mouth it? Uh, well, well, I can write it down. It was. It was that number one. It was. It was. Who? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know the one? Do you know how to write that down? We can pull it. Yeah, I'll write it down. <laughs> this makes for good listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah podcast yeah, gold. Just um, writing down what. Uh, but but Daniel's one to be coming out soon, um, and it was probably the darkest podcast we'd done. Yeah, and, it was really, uh, really. Dark. And, and, it was all CIA. Oh right, okay. Yeah, I think maybe there's. Yeah. Yeah, I okay. think people thinking it was going to be um, kind of Twin Towers and Princess Diana. Yeah. It, it wasn't. It's I was trying cool. to cut. I was. I was. I was into. I was breaking with some humour of Spy Cats, and then Dan was going. It's a brilliant episode. We really got into it, didn't we? It's yeah. fantastic. But it's just quite dark. And then Dan would be going straight back to the. Yeah. The moody CIA shit, but it's a fascinating. Yeah, it fascinating was. Listen. It was. Well, do you want to move on yet, or because there's something I could. Quickly slip in. Say so whatever you want to say. You slip it in there. Well, something that I was my I, I wasn't sure whether to talk about it. Or not. Mm-hmm. So I've been looking into something for quite a while mm-hmm. and trying to debunk it. Okay, interesting. Right? And this is now been about two years. Okay, and it's wow the flat Earth theory. Wow, right. right, and I've literally I've gone to the lengths of actually going to. 
like where near where my dad lives in Clacton, with a telescope yeah. looking across, filming across to Kent, which is thirty miles away. Yeah, and you can see the land. Yeah. Now, when you do the calculations, yeah. that should be about six hundred feet under the curve. Really? If you account for refraction yeah. and all the things that the globe Earth has throw back at yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It should still be about 250 feet under a curve, but you can see mountainous land. It's Kent. Yeah. So, so but you've got this lack of curvature. Mm. So mm. whatever you know, these flat earthers, it's like they're onto something, you know. Because what? They, because they can't. Because these sort of things. Because I've never. I've not. I'm dipping my toe into it, having this conversation with you. I ain't got a lot to say because I've never researched it, mm. other than people say flat earth and other people say it's wacky. And yeah, yeah. And that's about it. But if they've got some, what they feel is experiments, and you've actually seen it, you've, you've looked well, I've into done, it. I've yeah. done it myself, yeah. yeah. There, there's a number of, quite a few different things that, that I've done. And like I say, I'm not, you know, I'm like, this is the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard in your life. Mm-hmm. And that is how you are meant to think. It's literally how you've been programmed all your life. Sure. And so as soon as someone says it, don't be fucking stupid. Mm. So what, your fo- boats fall off the edge today? No, it's mm. nothing like that. Right. It's, it's more like an upturned dish is right. the model with ice. an ice wall is Antarctica. So right. it's actually holding the water in. Right, okay. And uh, Columbus, when he sailed around Antarctica, yeah, yeah. it took him like about 20 times longer than you would expect around a continent because he's actually going around the outside edge, things like that. Right. So there's historical things and there's things you can do for yourself. <laughs> and there's people literally with these zoom cameras and telescopes mm. seeing islands, say if it's yeah. 30, well, 30 miles away, yeah, that's about yeah. a minimum. There's people seeing it like 100 miles away. There's uh, like, you know, the, the Navy have rail guns, you know, yeah. these yeah, fucking yeah, things. Yeah, and they literally, yeah, project it. Yeah. And these things, they're like line of sight with their target. So you have to see the target. Yeah. 100, 200 miles away mm. in order for you to... Yeah. But they're, shoot, they're, they're straight line, aren't they? Velocity yeah, instruments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And therefore, they should be going out into space. Uh, right, yeah. You yeah. know, unless, you, yeah. unless you're... But wouldn't gravity pull it round to some extent Oh, as well, well, this is the thing. We, we shouldn't, yeah. we shouldn't go, go too, too far. far into it's it. like, gra- gravity, right. Gravity was... Um, there's a guy called Cavend- Cavendish. Yeah. And he weighed... Or he... he came to a conclusion on the mass of the earth mm-hmm. by using two giant lead balls this yeah. is in the 1800s right. two giant lead balls in a shed and so that he wouldn't affect the experiment he went to the other end of a garden with his telescope or the other end of his estate and he measured it with a telescope and with these shitty optics and his big lead balls mm. back then in the 1800s mm. he determined that they pulled towards each other ever so slightly and through that, he worked out the mass of the Earth. Right. And NASA and everyone else has based <sighs> all their calculations off of that, basically. Right, right. So it's bullshit. Right, right. It's like the whole gravity mm. thing. And it can be explained by density and buoyancy. You know, heavy things sink mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. light things float. You know, mm-hmm. where, where's gravity when you let a helium balloon go? You know, so it's the density right. and buoyancy right. does as good a job. But anyway, the thing is, the reason I was going to bring it up is when I was doing the second book, yeah. I was originally, I've got it all kind of mapped out on that. Yeah. I was going to do a book about um, a satellite going into space. It's going to be called Space Holiday. This is my <laughs> second book, right? Yeah, second yeah. kiss book. And I said, first book, I didn't know how to draw a prawn or a fish. Mm. And that's how I look on YouTube. How to draw a satellite. And it started coming up with satellites are fake. Satellite hoax. Oh, what's all this shit? Yeah. And like, I've always, I've never believed in the moon landings. Right. And I knew that, uh, say, 9-11, totally, sure. you know, totally Inside dodgy. Job. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I mean, things like JFKs, you know, and obviously. Yeah. So the big ones, you've got the big ones. Yeah. But I'm a fucking satellite. You thought you'd draw the line at the satellite ones. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, I'm looking, and I thought, oh, I've got... Spent three nights watching them. I did. <laughs> yeah. This is the thing. I started watching it, and... Most people, a lot of people, they'll watch this stuff and that's it. Oh, satellites are hoaxing. Mm. But I, I don't, you know, you've got to look into this kind of stuff mm. yourself. Everything I've just said, yeah. you know, Cavendish and yeah. uh, gravity, heli- heli- you've got to look into it yourself. Yeah, and, yeah, and it does course. take a long time yeah, yeah, yeah. to 
to actually... And people are sometimes prepared to commit that sort of time to disprove yeah. it because yeah, everyone well, else is saying one on. way. Yeah, yeah you've got to watch your soaps, haven't you? You've got to get EastEnders on there. And the other thing is, it, you, where everyone else has been programmed to say you're a fucking nut job, mm. get your tinfoil that back on, yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to discuss with anyone. So yeah, you do, yeah. But I'm thinking, oh, no, I'm going to debunk it. I'm going to look into all of this, all of these claims. And there's... You can go on YouTube now, and on the NASA channel, yeah. I think it's Goddard, NASA Goddard yeah. channel, they've got satellites being sent up on hot air balloons, and they launch like 20, 30 of these a week, if not more. Yeah. So all the satellites, yeah. and once they get up to a certain height, they just float there, they hang there. Right. Yeah, so you can pretty much put something up there. Have you heard of Google Loon? No. Right? So the Google Loon project, yeah. Google are spending millions and millions and millions on putting balloons up over Africa to give them internet. Balloons. Why not right. the fucking satellite? Or what's with all the satellites that are yeah, already yeah. up there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's, there's your internet. But they're putting balloons up. So if they're doing that already, then what's to say that that isn't what we're already getting? And yeah. NASA not only send the balloons up with these satellites, and yeah, yeah. proper satellites, like yeah. what you're seeing with the men with their masks and that. Mm. They're sending those up, but then they go and retrieve them with like these big cargo planes and that. Yeah, with big, yeah. Light, like Batman type of thing, you know, yeah, where they've yeah, got the pinchers, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they catch it. So it's like, it's almost like anything is possible. I'm going to have to look into it. It's really... It's really interesting. It. Right, really so the interesting one thing stuff. I'd always say is like, firstly, I don't, I, I think that anything should be up for discussion, any subject. Mm. Yeah. And I think it shouldn't be met with outrage or emotion. It should Most be, people it do should get be angry. met with, yeah. um, well, you, you, okay, well, let's You really see. want to do your own podcast called the Tinfoil. Tinfoil Twats. Oh, well, I'm, I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and what we'll do is like, you know, we, it won't be as regular as this, but we've thought, you know, we get together a few guys who, who like the conspiracy stuff and, and watch it on YouTube and just have a chat. Sometimes we might smoke a joint beforehand, sometimes we won't. Not everyone has to smoke a joint. Um, but um, just have a chat. And, and Tom suggested that one of us has to be four and come with all the facts and the other one's got to disprove it. Yeah. yeah so you could like do like the flat, the sort of the flat earth stuff. But one of them... Because Eddie Bravo, who's one of Joe Rogan's best mates, he, he's yeah, well into yeah. it, isn't he? Um, yeah, and he's like, no, he's, he swears by it and all that. Oh, but I saw like the, the geezer jump out, the, the you know, the geezer who did the Red Bull jump out of orbit. And yeah. That. Uh, so just Felix, quickly, Felix what, what, what would the flat earthers say about that? Because you see it, that you saw Earth as a disc. Okay, so Mexico, Mexico covered most of the globe. Right. The right, reason being right. is that it was a fisheye lens. So it was actually above Mexico. Right. Yeah, and uh, and there's also another part of that film. See, I, mm -hmm. like I say, I'm not for it, but I'm trying to debunk it. But when yeah, you yeah. look at it from a flat Earth point of view, so you've got the fisheye lens showing Mexico covering half the Earth, which we know it doesn't from the pictures. Mm. So that's actually a fisheye lens. It's just, he was 70 miles up, was it? Something like that. Right. But then there was another shot where it's oh. more his helmet view, yeah. where the horizon is flat. Right. So you've got a fisheye view and you've got the normal camera view. So, yep. and, and the other thing is, it's gone up. The Earth's supposed to be spinning at 1,000 miles an hour it's right. at the equator. It's gone up and he landed, what is it, a couple of miles away from where he... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He, yes, it was, it was literally a couple right. of miles away right. from where he went up. So right. you've gone up, the Earth's spinning round. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you, you're being carried with all the wind, which you're not, up at that mm. height. Yeah. And then he's come back down and landed at the same place. It's, um, yeah. I don't know enough about physics to comment on whether or not if you went up, you'd go up spinning. Would you go up, as you took off, in whatever, in the rocket, would you not take off and spin as well as the Earth? Okay, well, in I, I mean, I honestly don't know. So the argument there is that if that was the case and you was travelling around with the Earth, so the atmosphere was going around with the mm. Earth... Yeah then aeroplanes would be flying against the flow mm. in one direction and with it in the other. So you should have eastward travel being a lot quicker than westward travel. Oh, right. So this is the thing, it's like, but they want it both ways. Yeah. The scientists like it both ways. And you've got this prick Brian Cox who's like, I'm in a bubble universe, so it might be going both ways. You know, and he'll talk, he'll talk shit all day about right. being in separate universes and, and men chasing the sun. And he... He's just such a fanboy, like a NASA fanboy, mm. that nothing you say, yeah. you know, even NASA scientists would probably like to be questioned sometimes, yeah. you know, to actually keep them on their toes. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. science is, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Totally. Science should be Induction. keep questioning things. Mm. Until something's 100%, mm. 
you know, if I say that this this table, this bar is mm. white, mm. we you could give a million different permutations mm. of what white actually mm. is. So no one's right. So it yeah. gets a bit silly in a way. Mm. But there are other things that you can agree on. But yeah. Um, yeah. YouTube folks, YouTube and research. Yeah, YouTube. I tell you a good one to, that started me off was um, Mark Sargent Flat Earth Clues. Right, okay. And it's quite an interesting one, Matt. Uh, yeah, it's not like f too full on. It was just discussing it in general, and I'm gonna have to let Dan P. Carter know that as well. See yeah. if he's. But, <coughs> but like I say, it's something you've got to look into yourself. And it, yeah. I've ended up. I was looking today at gyroscopes. So I, I want to get myself a gyroscope because mm. if you think the Earth is turning around, when you, when you spin up a gyro, that stays in that place in space. You know when you put one on your finger yeah. and like you move around, yeah. So that stays in that place. So when the Earth turns a quarter of a turn mm -hmm. or half a turn, mm -hmm. that should be 90 degrees, then upside down. Right. Yeah, so a, a gyro after six hours should be on its side. It should right. topple over. But people have done time lapse of it, and the gyro still stood up. Uh, and like at the moment, do you feel like you're travelling at 500 miles an hour? No, not especially, no. No, so it's... And when you go to the equator, it's a thousand miles an hour. So you'd think mm. you might feel a difference when you flew out on holiday or something, but you don't. <laughs> Fucking hell. You're twisting my sleep uh, back here, damn you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> one last thing on it. A thousand miles an hour is it's the, uh, the sound, right, sound right. barrier. Mm. You'd, would you be getting sonic booms at the mm. equator all the time? Mm. Or, but, mm. you know, you can get off, go and sit and have a beer. and. Mm. So, yeah. But I'm still working on, you know, yeah. I'd like to get <coughs> get back to the ball and then I can <coughs> carry on my life. Then I can do the satellite book. Exactly. That's it. Oh, hey, this is 76. Uh, thanks for listening to part one of the Dennis Thompson Hardcore Listing podcast. Uh, the reason I'm doing the outro to part one is because Chris fell off the flat earth. Um, and I also got to apologise for those massive fucking sneezes at the end of it. Uh, didn't bother editing those out because uh, Dennis was halfway through a sentence and Chris decided to sneeze really loudly. Um, anyway, that's it for the end of part one. Stay tuned. Part two, it will be out shortly. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.